Welcome to the Florida Versus Podcast. You know, I got one for you. Holy cow! Wow, look at this. Open your ears. Listen with your eyes. Folks, we're back for another episode of Florida Versus. I'm your host today and every day. It's Peter Murphy. I'm so happy to be coming to you over the airwaves. Today, we have a fantastic guest. It's Leonard Smith Jr. from Georgia. That's right. Uh, You can catch Leonard in Pasadena every Wednesday night for home cooking comedy. Home cooking comedy. That's in Pasadena, Old Town, Old, Old Town. I wonder if they named it Old Town initially, or if... So, in Pasadena, California, there's, I guess, one of their... What some people might consider their downtown areas is considered Old Town. And I wonder if they named it Old Town first. Or if they... Or develop that name of Old Town, right? Because, like, in Chicago, there's Boys Town. And, like, the first people to live there weren't just a bunch of boys. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, I'm very excited. I'm gearing up to head to Orlando next week. uh, Popping in and out of shows, dropping in here and there. And then going to root on Orlando City Soccer Club to... Hopefully their first or Open Cup trophy, first championship, first trophy in a number of years. Uh, Very excited about that. I'll be there next Wednesday at Exploria Stadium rooting on the Lions. Uh, What's happening? Yeah, dog days of summer, folks. We're, We're winding down. Summer's almost over. Enjoy it while you can. I've been enjoying it. I'm enjoying the heck out of it, to be honest. Uh. Leonard has a bunch of fun stories about different places in Atlanta that he goes to or that he went to. And he just informed me that the Varsity, a tourist trap, we do talk about it a little bit, it, it's closing down, which is kind of a bummer. But, you know, everything's temporary, I guess. You know, restaurants, people, our time in certain places. That's why you got to enjoy it while you can. And that's why I enjoy this podcast and I enjoy you enjoying it. Uh, I particularly enjoy the production help from Chris, Gina, Mike, Kelvin, Sarah, Lauren S., Matt, Dawn, Collier, Peter, Pabian, Shane, Justin, Tim, and Allie, and listeners like you. Stay tuned. New episodes coming soon. But after the break, it's me and Leonard Smith Jr. Also, pro tip, he's from Atlanta, and he said some of the best food in Atlanta comes from strip clubs, so don't be shy. Okay, whoa, 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 what's the holdup? It's ad time, oh yeah, it's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, Totally Good Time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, How about bringing on Toro Sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records staff tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four. Check. Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code FLORIDAVS15 for 15% off your order today. Do 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 do. Add time. Do 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 ad time. Oh man, another ad. Well, don't worry, this one will make you hungry. Margarita, Pepperoni Playboy, Guilty Party, Good Thing, Dreams Tonight, Beyond Love, Smoke Signals, Neon Moon, Springsteen, Talking Backwards, Crude Copy, Breakneck Speed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't had one of Lucky Nick's Pizza's Sourdough Neapolitan Pizza Pies straight from their wood fire oven. And you are missing out. 
Go ahead and follow Lucky Nick's Pizza on Instagram. That's at L-U-C-K-Y-N-I-C-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A for the latest updates about their weekly mobile pop-ups in the SoCal region. It's Lucky Nick's Pizza. Nice little pizza, huh? All right, one more ad won't be so bad. Listen up, this is what we got going on. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Well, if it is a problem for you and you need a shirt, then go ahead and scroll on down through the details of this episode and click on the Tee Public link. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C. That will lead you to the official site for Florida versus merchandise. Now, whether you need a t-shirt to wear in the pool, a mask to wear in the store, or a mug to tea bag, Tee Public has all of your needs covered with officially licensed Florida versus merch. Do you love the podcast? Do you want to wear it? Get officially licensed Florida versus merchandise at tpublic.com. Uh. Ooh. All right. Leonard Smith Jr. Everybody gets a song. Okay. Leonard Smith Jr. The voice isn't hitting today. The voice isn't <laughs> hitting today. That was my song? I yeah, like yeah. Thing. It's just, uh, I mean, your name is so great. You know, why add anything else uh, to the song but your name? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Florida Versus Podcast. Today, my guest, the very Southern, funny, the very Southern, the very um, ass positive, uh, hilarious gentleman by the name of Leonard Smith Jr. Leonard, welcome to the program. Thank you. Appreciate you not forgetting the junior. Some people want to throw, leave the junior off, and I'm like, no, no, no. That's a part of the name, my guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm. I've never, well, so are you, does that technically make you the second? Uh, yes, I, my father is Leonard Smith Sr. Leonard Smith Sr. But then I know kids, I grew up with kids that were like um, James Peterson the third, and we would call them Trip. Oh. They're triple, like a third. Yeah, 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 yeah true. Um, and then I'm, I'm uh, weirdly enough, Peter Francis Murphy the fourth. Oh, shit, you're a fourth? Fourth, yeah, my grandpa was uh peter francis murphy and then his dad peter francis murphy his dad peter francis murphy and i think the name is cursed because they've all died (laughs) (laughs) um do you think you're gonna pass on you're gonna you're gonna continue this tradition uh yeah i already have i named a plant peter francis murphy the fifth yeah uh what type of plant what type of plant (laughs) uh snake plant snake plant so you can't the only plant that you cannot kill (laughs) you can't kill don't really trust it you know are you telling me you don't need water are you sure i don't believe you uh <laughs> well leonard smith jr don't forget the junior we um we here at florida versus very excited um to have you first thing we do do plugs up top uh is there anything you'd like to draw the audience to tell them about social media any quarter um, of yeah, the you internet just go or to my, uh, i'm predominantly just mainly on instagram really i don't do much else it's uh the or the Leonard Smith Jr. T H E L E O N A R D S M I T H J R. Don't forget the junior. Um, I have a weekly comedy show, Home Cooking Comedy, that Peter has been on and will be back on again. Oh, yeah. uh, you can go to Home Cooking Comedy at Instagram with no G. And you know, I, I got a couple podcasts myself: Film versus Film Podcast, my uh, High Bros Podcast with Stony McBlaze, and and the Boy Who Hated, which is um coming soon. Uh, What's uh, the Boy Who Hated? Uh, I have never read or seen Harry Potter. Really? And yeah. I'm just, I was a cynical child. I'm a hater from the jump. And uh, I just was never about it. So you will be experiencing me watching Harry Potter for the first time as a full adult man with uh, ah! uh, my co-host, Chris Eddins, who is a huge Harry Potter friend, fan, fan, has tattoos. He's a black guy. So you'll experience the black experience of Harry Potter and uh, my first ever experience with it. So. Well, I don't want to rob uh, the joy of of going over that podcast and the moments you'll have. But tell me why you didn't get into Harry Potter, because I felt like everybody was reading that book at the same time. And when those movies came out, you couldn't avoid it. But you did. Yes, you are correct. Everyone was reading it when they came out, which therefore meant I would not. I would abstain. I... I mean, I've obviously if there's something that I really am into and I'm yeah. about it, then I will be about it. But it didn't interest me and everyone was so into it. And um, I don't even know. I want to say that I didn't purposefully avoid it, but obviously I did. 
you know, because right. I've never even seen a movie, never seen a, anything. So I never really hung out with people who read or watched Harry Potter. So it was just like it wasn't as accessible as people would think. I didn't have like siblings. Like my sister is like nine years older than me, and she moved out when she was 16. So it was like I didn't have any younger siblings or an older sibling to experience that with. Yeah. My parents didn't weren't reading Harry Potter. You know right. what I'm saying? I moved a bunch as a kid. I went to a bunch of different elementary schools, a bunch of different middle, like two middle schools, two high schools, three elementary schools. Dang, so, yeah. You know, and that's even like when Harry Potter came along, I imagine that was after, well, it's probably around the time where you had that scholastic book fair. Oh, 100%. Harry Potter yeah. came out when I was like, maybe I want to say fourth, fifth, sixth grade i I remember oh, wow. everyone going crazy for like the second book coming out when i was in like sixth grade i remember right. seeing it on the news and being like what is this like, yeah <laughs> but but early on you were like nope i'm an ally that jk rowling's a turf i know it She's, yeah you know. I, yeah i had bad energy about jk bro <laughs> bad energy which is funny, man. I think I, I really believe in energy. And yeah. I never watched the Cosby show as a kid. I hated the Cosby show. <laughs> I never watched it. And really? I, yeah. No, I never liked the Cosby show. It was too wholesome. It was too much bullshit for me. Oh, uh, you thought it was fake. Yeah. I am just a cynic, Brand. I'm just a cynic. <sighs> I grew up like loving The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. like, the Simpsons was my favorite show as a kid, which is weird. I loved Hey Arnold. Yes, uh, I loved Hey Arnold. Love Doug, you know, but... uh yeah the animated yeah the animated stuff it was hard to fake because i felt like whether we were conscious of it or not there are built-in subtle adult jokes into all these kid things like rocco's yes. modern life one of his one of his gigs was he was a, a phone sex operator and I didn't even I didn't even clock that. Didn't until realize later it at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loving Rocco's. Were you well then? Were you just super anti what everybody was doing? Like, who said who had that line? It was like, I think it was Nelly. He goes, uh, I cut off my braids. Everyone's got fades now. I'm thinking about braids. Yeah. <laughs> you're exactly. just going. You're just going yeah. anti whatever was happening because because I'll admit every... myself. I'll admit myself. I never watched Breaking Bad or. The Office when it was out, or The Wire, or Sopranos. I mean, I've missed all those. But did you go back and watch them at some point? I started The Sopranos in. You've the never pandemic. watched The Wire. Never watched The Wire except for like. Maybe okay, so here's two. the thing. Yeah. I feel like if it's a mass consensus thing, yeah, I will avoid it. Okay. If there's some personal relationship or someone who I know is like, "Yo, I really want to watch this. You should check it out," or someone personally tells me it's good. Then I'll go see it. But I feel like I myself don't personally like to avoid everything that people love. Cause you know, I watched game of Thrones. I watched lost, but you know what? I happened to watch it from the beginning. I didn't know about it. And I just right. happened to, I watched the first, I watched the premiere of lost and then I got hooked. Mm -hmm. I watched game of Thrones the first time. Cause I just got moved somewhere and just got an HBO. And then I was hooked and it wasn't like, Oh, everybody else is watching this. I'm going to stop watching this. Right. So okay. it's not like that, but but uh, oh, I just can't get over the fact that you've never seen The Wire because it's so good. I know, but, I know. But, um, you know, there are things for sure that I, you know, I didn't care about Star Wars as a kid. I didn't sure. care. I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones. I've never seen. There's a lot of things that I have seen and never cared about. Okay, I've never seen any of the, this is what really fucks people up. And they honestly have gotten upset with me. I've never seen any of like the Disney Pixar movies. Okay. Well, I mean, I've never think, seen Finding Nemo. I've never seen oh. Wally. I've never seen Up. I've never seen any of those. Yeah, I think I saw Up in theaters, and then the other ones. I'm just. I think they were just kind of like on. But but when it comes to like The Wire, I never had. I didn't at the time when I was starting. I didn't have access to HBO. Access, so it was exactly. an access thing. Um. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, none of the Pixar Disney movies. I mean, do you cry? Have you ever cried? Because those, oh, those I, movies are nice, but they're, yeah. they're, they make you cry. Things I cry and a lot of movies make me cry, man. But I don't like going into something to be like, I'm going to cry or it's overly sappy. Sure. And, and when I do watch them, I enjoy them because I had to watch like some movies for my podcast. Mm. And The Incredibles is good. Okay. Uh, Monsters, Inc. was was all right. Mm. Um, 
but you know i i was told that i need to watch wally though like for the type of person that i am i truly need to watch wally so that's gonna happen soon it feels it feels like wally's one of those movies that's coming true like idiocracy yeah ex- so idiocracy one of my favorite movies i love yeah. that movie since i was a teenager when it came out heralded it try to get everybody to watch it i'll let people borrow my dvds so they'll watch it yeah uh, yeah yeah but I was pitching this screenplay idea to a friend of mine, and he was like, "That's Wally. Just <laughs> it's basically <laughs> Wally. This is basically you got to watch watch Wally, and then and then you might come up with something even better." And I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> well, I can't wait to go on your journey, uh, your Harry Potter journey. That's that's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, I'm up to the fifth one right now, and uh, okay, the fifth one is a banger. The fifth one is a banger. <laughs> They're older now. Like, are they teens? Like, they technically yeah, teens? yeah. He's like pre, he's like fourteen. So it's like okay. we're starting to get that teenage angst and the, the little bit of that anger, that resentment, and uh, it's not all kitty bullshit. So we'll see what happens. True, true, man. Well, uh, you are out here in Los Angeles now, and that that show that you mentioned, Home Cooking, it's a great show, and it's in Pasadena in the basement of a Barney's Beanery, and it is. <laughs> what's the deal with that space? Because there are. I mean, when there's I'm so there, much going on, I feel, yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm what's the history behind it. Cause when I'm there, I feel like I'm on the deck of a pirate ship because there are led screens behind the stage projecting in uh, uh, the moon and a view off of a pirate ship essentially. Right. Yeah. So that has been fixed since you've been there. Uh, fixed. Now it just fixed to? Well, now it, it just says home cooking comedy on the back. <laughs> on the screens, it just says home cooking comedy. There's no more weird videos playing in the background that is confusing and distracting. Yeah. Uh, okay. There have been like, fo- it used to be videos of like island footage. It's just like on the coast of a beach. Okay. Yes. And uh, they switched it to just home cooking comedy, which is cool. I like that. Um, we've now got spotlights in there. So the stage looks way better. Photos are easier to take. Oh, um, yeah. But it was so, you know, Barney's Beanery is a local Southern California chain. There are five of them. The first one was built in 1920, uh, the West Hollywood location. Right. And the whole theme is like Route 66. There are license plates everywhere. Oh, interesting. And, and it all started with people would come to California, to Southern California, to L.A. Uh, on Route 66, taking this long drive, and they would make it to to Hollywood and they wouldn't have any money. So if they needed food, they could just trade in their old, their license plate that they're probably going to swap out and trade in their license plate for a bowl of chili. You could get a free bowl of chili. No way. License plate. Yeah. So that's, it used to be a thing up until like maybe five, 10 years ago, they stopped. Like even up till then you could bring in a license plate and you would get a free bowl of chili. No. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you see all those, all those license plates you see hung up. And every Barney's, especially Burbank, there's so many in Burbank, you know, they're, they're in West Hollywood and other locations. Uh, those were just donated, you know, from people. Whoa, so, I had no idea. I thought I thought they just like the people at Barney's Beanery just went around to TJ Fridays that were closing down and just stole some of their memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, we just we cleaned out everybody's uh, car in the parking lot. We just stole every every person's uh, license plate in the parking lot of a TJ Friday. <laughs> um but no yeah so that's it's got a really cool history people really love the west hollywood location is still the same frame stained bar from like the 1920s like jim morrison like danced on that bar and like passed out on that bar there's like all these crazy stories of celebrities in the 70s and shit doing crazy shit in that bar so it has some history to it the passing location has been around for like 10 20 maybe 10 years but uh, it's got three floors. Top floor is the billiards. Main floor is like the Barney's Beanie restaurant. And the bottom floor is a, it used to be a dingy little weird kind of bar. They would do karaoke down there. And over the last year, they renovated it. And uh, the one of the owners, his ex-wife, and somehow in the settlement, she still has some control of the Barney's Beanery. Uh-oh. And she got to renovate, like the Tiki bar was, Tiki Bees, as they call the bottom floor, the basement of Barney's Beanery. Okay. She had control over that. So she renovated it and turned it into a tiki bar. And yes. Oh, my God. And that's why it's designed the way it is yeah. down there. Wow. Yes. Well, speaking of Route 66, you definitely took that trip out 
here because you're in Los Angeles now, but you're from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. So Leonard Smith, I Jr. drove across the country from Atlanta, Georgia out Ooh. to LA. Tell me about your hometown. So Atlanta, Georgia, what Atlanta, was it like? Georgia. What was it oh, like growing man. up there? Was it all like peaches and Coca-Cola or what? I mean, there's a lot of Coca-Cola and the peaches are, are pretty damn good. What's kind of surprising is South Carolina actually produces more peaches than the state of Georgia. I think South Carolina is the number one state in the production of peaches, which is funny okay. that we're known as the peach state. But, um, you know, I consider Georgia my hometown. Uh, I moved there when I was like 14 and I lived there for 15 years before coming out to L.A. You know, I grew a lot there and I learned a lot about myself. Uh, a very formative time, obviously, your late teens, yeah. early 20s uh, I spent in Atlanta and Atlanta was great, man. You know, uh, it was a big eye opener coming from Lynchburg, Virginia, and everybody just gets high. And Atlanta, <laughs> I was just surprised at how everyone smoked weed. Uh, you know, there's, it's a really interesting place where because of like the train system and, and the redlining and shit, like, you know, redlining, usually white people are out in the suburbs and they have the black people in the, in the inner city areas. The, what's interesting about Atlanta is you could have million dollar homes, a row of million dollar homes on one street. And then a block over, you could have a housing project. It's really? like, yeah, because like the tracks kind of went through the middle of the city. So it's like and then obviously they like ripped them up and then certain things were changed, but certain neighborhoods still stayed predominantly the same. So it's like nice area, hood area, hood area, nice area. It's kind of weird. They're all just like interspersed with each other. It's not predominantly like, oh, this part of town is this and this part of town is that. Obviously, you, you have yeah. that to some degree, but there are some areas of town where it's like, this is the Virginia Highlands. And then there's also like these random like hood apartments just like on these few blocks. It's yeah. like- Yeah. Do you think that's because the people that come up in those neighborhoods when they make it, they like to stay in that neighborhood and, you know, maybe they have some land and they, you know, build a house on that land or something like that. Is, is, is that more the case or is it just, you know, random, you know, throw spaghetti against the wall? I feel like it's, a, you know, a lot of people, you know, the property values went up. It's just, I feel like people stay in Atlanta and if they have a good house, they stay, they pass it down to their family. Yeah. And uh, it's just interesting. Uh, I, I would say, it's predominantly a lot of people in Atlanta stay. And I feel like the people who stay are the people who can afford to stay because okay. Atlanta's on the uptick. It's yeah. like one of the largest growing cities in America. There's a lot of gentrification, which sucks. Mm. So a lot of those situations are being bought out and torn down mm. and turned into nicer, nicer housing. So that kind of sucks. So that dynamic is, is slowly being taken away. But, uh, you know, that's life, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so when, yeah, man. Wow. I mean, it wasn't until Atlanta is so different. Atlanta yeah. right now is, is night and day what it was 10 years ago, night well, and day. So what do you remember about your Atlanta growing up there, going through high school there? And then, you know, what's changed uh, specifically? Um, you know, I feel like there was more soul. There was more, it, it just, there was more, there was more of a feel like this is Atlanta. You know that you know how certain cities have a distinct feeling to them. Yeah, I feel like Atlanta had that, and now Atlanta is more of like a cookie cutter feel. And it's kind of going away, isn't it? it like I think yeah. it's happening with a lot of cities. Like the vibe, you know, you know what? If I could just say real quick about Los Angeles, I was having this discussion with a friend uh, last week. I think uh, coming here before I moved to Los Angeles. I thought, well, the lifestyle is just different. There's just going to be more free time. There's like, for some reason, there's going to be more free time. We're going to have more free time here, but it's a constant hustle. It's a constant grind. It's, you know, it's the, the lifestyle isn't exactly what I thought it would be. And, you know, you see like cool things are being taken away, like record stores, restaurants, and what's being built in their place are, apartment complexes that are under occupied and people are just renting out for airbnbs you know people are just renting out for airbnbs or they're using it as a tax write-off to where they can't rent out the space and therefore they still get paid from the government 
a certain percentage of the rent. That's why the rent is so high. They build these apartment buildings and really? they fucking list the price at this astronomical rate. And you're like, who is moving into this fucking place yeah. that you just built for these prices and you don't see it ever get finished and you, and then you see it get finished and you don't really see people living there. It's because the they set it at such a high rate and then when they don't get them rented out, they can get a write-off from the government at a certain percentage of the the rent that is supposed to be getting paid. So Whoa. then they just make money off of these empty fucking, this empty housing. Whoa. Yeah, it's Damn. super fucked, man. There's a lot of fucked things. There's a lot of Airbnb. It's a lot of just landlords, Airbnbs just buying up space. And it's so, really trash. What was the Atlanta that you grew up in? Because I know exactly Atlanta what Atlanta that I grew up in was nitty gritty. It was yeah. fucking amazing. You're going to go out. You're going to have a blast. You're going to sweat your ass off. You're going to dance. Mm-hmm. You might come back to your car window being busted out. But you know what? Like, <laughs> <It> <laughs> you was, might have had the night of your life. And you yeah. come back and your fucking car window is busted out. You know, But, but it was Atlanta. charming. But we liked it. All right? Exactly. We, when you got you know, robbed, you enjoyed it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I just miss, like... Being fucking drunk on Edgewood, everybody just fucking, you know, pre-COVID, we're all sweating next to each other. We're all dancing. <laughs> we're in a fucking, we're in Noni's Deli that is like a fucking Italian deli restaurant during the day, but is like a club at night. And I come out of fucking Noni's or I come out of the department store and there's a fucking man with a smoker attached to the back of his truck where I can eat fucking ribs and potato salad and hot dogs and fucking you know la has the street dogs we have the taco trucks yeah but man coming out of a fucking bar being drunk in your 20s and being able to just eat ribs or fucking brisket oh, man so the street food was like ribs and like bar like heavy barbecue barbecue you know depending on where you are there i remember there was this gyro food food truck in the um in uh uh what is it? Uh, Crescent Ave. Crescent Ave bars. There's a Crescent Ave bars. There's like more like upper class clubs and bars. And there was this Euro truck that I used to love to go to outside. It was just it was just a good time, man. It, and what's great about Atlanta is like, you know, it's a predominantly white and black city. OK. And everyone just gets along, man. Like, I feel like everybody gets along and everybody respects each other because we all know we have a gun. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, <laughs> everybody knows that someone probably has a gun on them. Jeez. Well, and, well, you know, you were talking about that one deli that turned into a nightclub at night. And like I, we, we did that too. But in Florida, we have the most chain restaurants per capita of any other state. So what we did was it was <laughs> after after like, I think 10 p.m. Applebee's turned into Club Apple. <laughs> Did you have that too? I didn't have that at um, in Atlanta, but you know, I was originally I was born in Lynchburg, Virginia, and that was a thing in Lynchburg where there were no clubs, and it was like Applebee's. Like, I mean, I moved when I was young, but I remember it'd be like, "Yo, uh, we can't go to Applebee's because it's pot." Like after a play, I do a play, and it's like, "Oh yeah, it's Club Applebee's right now. You can't come in or some shit like that." Like. It's, it's just club. It's, oh, they had like an age restriction. Yeah, or some shit like that. I just remember my mom and my older sister. Like, you you go to, you're going out. You're going to Applebee's. You know what I'm saying? You're going to. <laughs> that was the place to go to. Roundhouse. There was this other. There was a few chains that I don't even think exist anymore. Remember TCBY? Yeah, Those is that still, still around? Exist, I think I I haven't seen one in a long time. Oh, that's true. Did you have any like um, non? Uh, someone asked me this the other day did you have any non-chain ice cream restaurants like there's obviously tcby there used to be ben and jerry's and then baskin robbins cold stone yeah did you have any was my first ever like w2 job did we have any non yeah man dude my first job was at this place called brewster's and it was brewster's yeah yeah it was brewster's did you guys have brewster's around there there was a brewster's for sure i've seen brewster's i worked there throughout high school and it didn't matter if, didn't matter if, you know, I'd seen you once or you were like my best friend, everyone's getting free ice cream. Free ice cream. I oh, gave I away so up, yeah. much ice cream at Cold Stone. It was in fucking sane. <laughs> I mean, you're a teenager working at an ice cream place. What the fuck do you, I also ate so much ice cream. I don't even like ice cream anymore. Just from like the six to eight months I worked at Cold Stone. I just ate so <laughs> much ice cream. Anymore. You know, they're, they're, the problem was with the, the owner's, at Brewster's, you know, I'm not against anybody owning a business or trying to make some money on their own, but it was cash only. 
And you know what? That's so inconvenient that I'd just rather give it to the old lady. You know, yeah. like, we, we, you know, this is, you know, from 2003 to 2006, like, you know, credit cards, debit cards existed. This isn't yeah, like they the weren't 70s. as prominent. Yeah. Yeah. But st- yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Apple pay. I'm t- not talking that, but I'm just like, you know what? If you don't have it, fine. Oh, yeah. Also, another thing was, well, yeah, you worked there. You worked at Cold Stone, you said? Yeah. Dude, when Cold Stone came to my town, I was like, holy shit. This was crazy. There was like a line around the block. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. When Cold Stone first came out, people were like, I never thought about this. I can put whatever I want into gonna, my ice cream. <laughs> they're going to mix it in front of me? What? Bro. And they're going to sing when you give them a tip? The worst. Do you, rem- do you remember? I mean, those songs have to be embedded in your head. B. Wait. Go. Uh, it's like, eat bananas. Eat. Eat bananas. Slice, but oh no, that's what it was. It was like slice bananas, slice, slice bananas, eat bananas, eat, eat bananas, something bananas, something bananas, go bananas. And then we had to like, like act all crazy, ran around. Yeah, you'd like spin around in a circle or something. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I just really hated that Cold Stone because I worked at this Cold Stone next to Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia, in Emory Village which is uh, basically kind of like a, uh, the Ivy League of the South. It's like one of the nicer schools in the South. Emory, right? A lot of, yeah, Emory. A lot of rich people go there. It's also like a medical school. And everybody, I, that was when I first learned the term Japs, Jewish American princesses. <laughs> Have yes. you ever heard that term before? I yeah, did not was, know what that was. That was thrown around a lot. and It's like an East Coast term. I don't know if I've ever heard it out, here, out in Los Angeles. Yeah, well, yeah. everybody... It was like all these 18 year old girls with BMWs with license plates from New York, New Jersey, like California, Florida, like Texas. Not even much, but it was more New York, New Jersey, Florida, and like California. These Jewish and princesses. These girls would come in at Cold Stone. We have this thing. I'm not we. They have this thing called Sinless Sweet Cream, which is basically supposed to be like their sweet cream ice cream, but with no sugar and like no dairy. So you know what that means? It's basically a fucking block of ice. Yeah. So it's just, there's no fat. There's no shit. So it's like these girls would come and get this ice cream and me being a big guy, the other like girls or people I would work with would be like, oh, we can't scrape it. It's too tough to get out because, you know, you scoop it out. So I would have to heat up fucking the paddles and scrape out slivers and slivers and like it's all hard. And then they want to put fucking gummy bears and cookie dough Uh, in sinless sweet ice cream. Just get regular fucking ice cream, bro. This ice cream is not malleable. The ice cream was not malleable. It was just like you had to fold it into it and then like force it into a cup and be like it's not digestible I, either it's not like I, what it's not digestible dude, Fuck, it was dude me? i still get angry at those all these little <laughs> girls who would fucking come in here and get sinless sweet ice cream and put gummy bears and raspberries in it you know yeah you're talking about the spades that you would scrape the ice cream with yes. or you know at cold stone you would show you know the people like oh we're, we're folding it in etc but exactly at my ice cream place and other ice cream places that tool would be used to scrape the ice cream off the sides of the barrel or wherever it was being held so that it wouldn't get too hard. And what I would do, you know, when I became assistant manager, I've, I've like most of my jobs, I become assistant manager just cause I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't want the smoke. I don't want the responsibility. I just want, you know, I want a little pay raise, but you know, nobody's going to get mad at me. So what I would do is, you know, because I was a system manager, I would get a key and, you know, those friends that I was hanging out with during the summer, you know, the place closed at like eight o'clock. Like people want ice cream after eight o'clock, but anyhow, place would close. I would have a key to the back door, no cameras because they're cheap as hell. Uh, Their security system was the manager would just drive up and watch uh, through the window and see if we were goofing around but if the place was closed it was like what an asshole if the place was closed we would uh i would open the back door uh we i would give everyone like a spade you know that little scraper thing and uh we would just get a ball of ice cream and then just kind of throw it around like we were playing lacrosse and then i would give everybody a spoon and just in the most unsanitary unsanitary way just like yeah let's go for it yeah, let's, let's have whatever you want. Have whatever you want. Fuck it. 
Bro, people yeah. don't realize how unsanitary all of these ice cream places are that they go to, man. These motherfuckers are eating straight out the out the bucket, bro. I don't think anybody's sanitary. I mean, also in Florida, <laughs> nothing sanitary. Nothing sanitary, but in Florida, like everything was served in buckets. You okay. know, like everything's buckets. Like there's this place I grew up <laughs> called Mugs and Jugs, and you you could get a bucket of anything: wing bucket, a rib bucket, um, a bucket of gin. That's, that's just what we did um speaking of unsanitary and buckets what was your like local gas station that everyone went to like that also like served food and you would like hang out at and i was like, just gonna they ask had a full-on restaurant inside i was just gonna say ask you the same thing but what we had was we had the 24-hour mcdonald's next to the caloosahatchee river and Caloosahatchee is a Native American word that means river. So it's technically named the River River. And <laughs> it was silly. But yeah, we just had a 24-hour McDonald's. It had a huge parking lot. So the high school kids would go there, go through the drive-thru, park. And then it was just parking lot pimping. Kids would get, you know, pregnant there. Uh, <laughs> kids would get into fights. So you're just um, a classic McDonald's town? Just, yeah, that was the only thing open late. We weren't up north enough to have any waffle but, houses but, close enough oh yeah, love waffle, yeah. Waffle, house. waffle house um yeah. all right so wait did you guys have quick trips in florida quick trip qt ra- we had racetrack racetrack we had race okay trac okay because like quick trip it was like yeah you go inside it was a chain uh-huh. and you would go in there and you could get like hot dogs or whatever and, and and all types of food and it's like you shouldn't be getting this food at a gas station you know <laughs> that's like up uh further up uh i-95 it's wawa uh you know wawa serves, yes serves wawa. that's the chain like one but mm-hmm. nothing beats those off the off the random exits of the highway gas station like restaurants that have like not restaurants, but the gas stations that have like fried chicken yeah. and like potato wedges. Those like mm. mom and pop gas stations that also have food. There's yeah. something about it. Those are disappearing too, right? Like, yeah, those are for sure disappearing. What, so what would you do? Like what kind of trouble would happen? What was an epic night at, uh, you know, a quick trip where you grew up? Like, is that where everyone met, right? Before uh, pregame, man, after quick trip, game? I, I feel like... I feel like for me, predominantly the after hour spot was Waffle House, man. There oh, were Waffle House. Yeah. Waffle House has Georgia has more Waffle Houses than any other state, like by wow. far. I think there's 337 Waffle Houses in the state of Georgia. <laughs> 337. Has anyone tried to go to all of them in one year? They should. That's the documentary right there. That's a documentary. A year it's in a, the life. It's a podcast, a documentary. It's something. <laughs> So, okay, so, yeah, you ended up there. And anyone that's been on the internet for more than 10 minutes has seen a Waffle House fight. Fight, 100%. Have you you ever been... (laughs) Have you ever been in a Waffle House while a fight is going down? Like like an I want to say yes. I've seen wild shit happen at... I've seen wild shit happen at Waffle House. I don't know if I've seen anything crazy wild, but... You know, I you know I think this is you know before, also before like iPhones and shit. I want to work but, at a uh, Waffle House just to let my aggression out. Just like exactly. someone's gonna come in here fucking around, and I'm gonna hit him in the head with a pan, and it's gonna I've be seen, hot. I, I, <laughs> gonna yeah, I've seen Waffle pan. House employees go at each other too. Yeah, oh well, uh, yeah, of course. That's classic. That's classic. Um, the waitress and the line cook never give a fuck. The line cook always has some type of smoking device in his mouth a blunt a cigarette a black and mild a cigarillo something uh he's got one behind the ear i i would just be drunk and and bet against myself in waffle house there was this one time (laughs) i was convinced that and i was just in denver i did a couple shows in denver uh which was a lot of fun and i was uh staying at my friend's place who i uh, went to high school with him. We lived together for five years. Uh, he reminded me about, I remembered the Waffle House story, but he also reminded me about the story where I kept trying to tell everyone. I grew up loving milk. I used to drink so much milk and I was a big milkhead. 
Now that I'm out here in LA, I'm an oat milk guy. You get converted, you change. <laughs> People can grow. Come okay? on, man. <laughs> I You're... like oat milk now. I'm sorry. What? I can't touch no. the. I I won't suckle from the devil's teat no longer. Do you eat ice cream um, too, or are you eating that no, sugar-free, dairy-free shit? No, no, no. Ice block still, you were just talking about. Uh, there's uh, someone makes um uh, oat milk ice cream now, and it's fire. Um, but I, I do eat regular ice cream. It's just that I'm gonna be farting. That's all there is to it. I'm gonna be <laughs> farting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I tried to convince everyone, and then I tried to prove that I could drink a gallon of milk. And I think maybe an hour. It might have been 30 minutes. It might have been 20. Okay. I like okay. really bet against myself. It was stupid. And I could not. I couldn't drink a gallon of milk in whatever allotment of time I gave. Were and you then in I was the Waffle all... House like par- parking lot? No. What, it, what it reminded me of is I was drunk as fuck in Waffle House. And I was like, I can eat a whole pie right now. I can eat a whole <laughs> pie if I wanted to in this waffle house and i think i had just eaten like a meal too it was just like stupid (laughs) so they didn't have a full apple pie so what they had was like i think it was like five slices of apple pie and one slice of chocolate cream pie okay and i was like i was like all right i'm gonna eat like two slices of apple i'm gonna put the chocolate cream in the middle yeah and i'm gonna go back to apple and I think I made it through like five, five and a half slices <laughs> before I had to run out of the fucking Waffle House and throw up in the parking lot. I threw oh. up basically a whole pie in the Waffle House parking lot. It was stupid. So yeah, I was yeah growing up, I was I was a, a, a I was very arrogant, and I thought I was funny just because I was the loudest and I knew the most movie quotes, right? So exactly. We've all been we've all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been there. Uh so anyhow, I'm glad I'm not in that era anymore. But I just wanted to do I just did stupid silly shit. So there was this place called Lazy Moon and it was the college pizza place and uh it was a small bar but you know, you went there for a, sl- a slice when you were drunk and the pizza was huge. And a full pizza was 36 inches. So it's just like gigantic. Like, ma- it's a massive holy shit and they had like a wall of fame for anybody that could finish it within an hour and you got it for free so i dress up as a douchebag basically i have like these short very short shorts like incredibly short like um like underwear and then i had a tank top on and i went and i challenged my friend max's friend i forget his name but i was like we're i'm gonna eat this whole pizza today we're eating the whole thing today. And I get, I eat five slices. And then it's just like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. You can't, you can't have any bathroom breaks. I'm starting to get the spins. I need to like, I'm not even drunk though. I thought that might help me. You're grease drunk. You're drunk on grease. Drunk on grease. I'm holding on to like the wall. I'm holding on to the table. And people are like rooting for me. Come on, Peter. We know you can do it. And I'm like, at least you know 40 pounds lighter than i am today and i'm just like oh i'm just like like i'm making sounds as if i'm like at war and or like i'm performing some kind of surgery on myself you know without any sort of anesthesia i'm just like ah just in absolute pain just like trying to trying to intimidate the pizza you know (laughs) and then then i'm like all right you know i'll pay for the pizza and uh, he, my buddy Max's friend didn't finish it either. And he, but he only had like three slices. But then I get, we get to the parking lot. Literally, my roommate Mark is starting to drive away. And I'm like, dude, you got to stop. So we get out and I, I vomit all that pizza in the back of Lazy Moon. I felt so, oh, it was like the worst feeling in the world. But it was all like, it was all grease and cheese. Could you ever eat Lazy Moon pizza again? I could, yeah, because, because, when that happened, I was sober, and uh, every other time you go to Lazy Moon, it's in a drunken state. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I haven't had food poisoning too many times in my life, but that didn't keep me from going back to those places. Like, are there places on your, like, in your mind you won't go back to? 
Um, I didn't eat at Little Caesars for a very long time because I like ate a whole pizza and threw it up, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't eat there for a long time. Um, I feel like no, there's no. I don't think there's any place that's truly blacklisted for me. I, okay. I don't. I'm okay. Well, all right. I don't like boil places. Um, boil like crab boil. Yeah, I'm not a really okay. fan. I'll go. I went on a date with this chick one time. She was like, uh, you got to take me to this crab oil place. And I was like, all right. Um, it's like, well, yeah, what am I going to wear? My pajamas? What am I going to wear? My play clothes? Yeah. Like, what, are we going to get fucking dirty? Like, what What do you expect from me? Yeah, exactly. So, fuck. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, what was she you from? to pay for this? Yeah, she where look, was she, she from? She, I don't even remember where she was from. She was not from here, though. She was like a hairstyle. I picked her up from the salon. She had just finished like braiding some girl's hair. Nice. And then I, she wanted like the most expensive boil bag. Like she wanted lobster, too. And she I was like, uh, don't, don't do me like this, man. Don't do what? me like this. But, so, but I went, never. But you went through with it. You went through with it, though. I right? went through with it. Of course. I'm a gentleman. And yeah. um, but no, the reason why there is a one particular place in Waikiki that I know I'll never go and in Honolulu that I know I'll never go to again because I fucking got to Honolulu and we went to this boil place in Honolulu and I got fucking food poisoning. It's the only time I've ever gotten food poisoning. And yeah. yeah, it's the only time. And it was like my first night in Honolulu. And I was like, God damn it. Like, because I was only in Honolulu for like two or three days. And then I went to Kona. I went to the Big Island for like five days. Yeah. And I was just pissed because we, me and my best friend, Jamal, we had flown from Atlanta to Honolulu. And we were like, all right, Liddy, first night, let's go get some dinner. And then we're going to go out and party. We're going to go to the yeah. clubs. We're going to party. And we're literally all dressed, about to go out. And I'm like, oh, something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and no. then I go into that bathroom and then I'm in the bathroom for the rest of the night, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> I did not leave that bathroom again. Oh bro. no. The hotel room just fucked. And I was just like, this is awful. It's the only time I've experienced food poisoning and it was the worst experience ever. So Yeah, that's not I mean, I don't like anything about like the boil like thing. Like I like that just doesn't doesn't turn me on. Like I sure I eat food with my hands, but yeah, also that's like a private thing where I just like I feel like if I was out there, I would forget where I was. And I, you know, I just don't like having anything on my face also. So and that's impossible. Like, yeah. What about wings? Oh yeah. I'll do wings. But like yeah. only if we're at a wing place and everyone else is going in, Eating, you know, okay, okay. which, which surprisingly, you know, I'm, I'm not the spokesperson for chain restaurants. However, I did recently go to a Buffalo Wild Wings and I got this, um, they have this like combo meal for happy hour. It's like 10 bucks, but it's a double cheeseburger, six boneless wings, fries, uh, which isn't bad in LA. Their happy hour deals are honestly pretty insane. They're good, um, right? And yeah. what I was going to tell you was they have a pretty, this is the one in Burbank. They have a pretty good yeah. cheeseburger. Yeah, that's the one right by me. Yeah. And uh, I hate Buffalo Wild Wings. I hate all of the Buffalo Wild Wings. I've never liked Buffalo Wild Wings. I love wings. I'm from Atlanta. Yeah. I'm a wing connoisseur, big fan of hot wings. Okay. Don't like Buffalo Wild Wings wings. What's the spot they, then? Wings wing spot? Or wing stop? I do like I, I do like wing stop. I do I like wing stops wings. Um I like hot wing cafe. Um uh, some Melrose? people complain that their wings are too small. There's one on Melrose, there's one in Glendale, and there's one in Pasadena. Dude, you want to, so you want to talk about okay, so you you co-sign that. I used to live by the one on Melrose, and I was dating this girl. Let's just say allegedly her name is Lizzie Gordon. Let's just say, let's just, <laughs> okay. let's just call out. Let's just say her name is Lizzie Gordon. Let's just say it. And she goes, I want hot wings. And I was like, she didn't say it like that. She was just like, you know, we should get hot wings tonight for dinner. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Then I looked up this place, hot wings cafe. Great. We go there. And for some reason she didn't think it was authentic. Like she didn't just, maybe because it wasn't like a chain restaurant or that she had been familiar with. Cause it's like, it sounds like a local chain or maybe because there were a ton of people there. She didn't find it valid. And I was like, hot wing cafe. You want hot wings? Like what else? Like this is the first thing that comes up. Wait, 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 what? Where did she, was there a particular place that she wanted you to take her? No, or... she was just like, she was like, she was like, we should get hot wings. We should get chicken wings. And I was like, okay, great. What better place? Like, you know, Hot hey, Wings Cafe. Yeah. Hey, I want to, uh, I, I want to go meet Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Let's go to Disney World. You know, like, 
that's yeah. where you find him. You know, like I, you know. they literally that's the that's what they sell is hot wings. I want and they only the, have yeah. like they only have like three four flavors, so you know they're not bullshitting. It's not a gimmick. You know, yes. I think you can, you can also get chicken tenders there. It's like chicken tenders, fries, hot wings. Like like that's it. Yeah, and that's enough. That's more than enough. That's that's okay. all you need. Did you did you stay and eat the wings or did you not? We stayed and we ate, and she just she had it the, in her mind. She had it in her mind that like, oh, this isn't this isn't really oh, like a chicken wow. wing place. And I'm like, come, what? It's really what <laughs> else? What else? What else could make this more valid? It, the oh, wing. It's called God. the Wing Cafe. The menu is five items, mostly wings, and then and fries. And then everyone here is eating them. And there, what could make what could not make it more valid was the fact that there was two rolls of paper towels on every table. I'm like, these people are looking. They out know. For you. Yes. They know. And everyone's here because this place is good. The wings are fire. Yes. I've never had them from the Melrose spot, but I mean, I'm sure it's all the same. I've just heard complaints that the wings are too small, but I like smaller wings because I I know it's real. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I don't like a big <laughs> gross fatty wing. I don't want that. You, know you don't want I'm the saying? big steroid wings. No, I don't want it. I love wings. Okay. I love wings so much that my improv group is named lemon pepper wet. Okay? Lemon pepper that, wet. There you go. I love wings. I one day, you know, I don't know if that's the dream anymore, but it's, I can still see it happening for a long time. My dream was like, all right, if I book a big national commercial, yeah, I'm going to open my own hot wing food truck. <laughs> really? We don't see any hot wing food trucks. There's like a lot of Nashville hot chicken. Sure. You see the food trucks for those. There are obviously hella taco trucks. There's beignet trucks. There's ice cream trucks. There's hibachi trucks. There's a few different hibachi trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've never seen a hot wing food truck out here. And I'm sure okay. there is one. I'm sure there's probably a couple. But I would like to uh, to have my own hot wing food truck. I love wings. I love cooking wings. I love making wings. I love wings. I love eating wings. So, so then... Okay, I want you to give me your opinion and then the consensus in Atlanta, but is it wings or or is it wings or flats? Drums or flats? Flats. Yeah, all the way, all the way. Because there's flats. more meat, because there's more meat, right? Yeah. We let Lemon Pepperette, we have a, a show and a, a a style of improv that we it's called the all flats. So Lemon Pepperette presents all flats. So I'm all I'm a flat guy, man. I I will I I don't have a problem with drums, but the drums you have more of a chance or more of a possibility of getting the weird fatty, the too big. Oh, I see. What you mean. Of a yeah, you know. The, sometimes the drums are kind of weird, you know. But you know, some people say there's more meat on the drum, but I disagree. I, I disagree, you know. Because you've got to. Yeah. Well, first off, I don't know how you do it, but like. With the flat, you've got to extract one of the bones. You got to twist it, extract one of the bones, and then eat it from there, right? Yeah. I that's usually how you work. Know it's cooked properly. Even. Yeah, exactly. I usually work with the wing. If the wing is the bones pulling out, then I'm pulling that motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? You're like a but surgeon. I, I might bite one side. I bite one side, and then, and then I might pull a bone out. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll eat the rest and I'll eat around the bones. I, 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 I'm I a bite one side, pull bone, eat off both bones. <laughs> will you will you go on a first date with a girl to a wing place? I would prefer not to. <laughs> <laughs> but if she wants to, then fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you really, yeah. You got to let, see, that's tough because I, you know, you're going to be paying. I was but, just thinking about this too. But I was them, eating... Yeah, letting them dictate, letting them dictate where to go when you're going to be paying. We're we're doing something wrong here. Yeah. Right. If we go to a wing place, I'm probably just going to get lemon pepper wings. Right. Because it's not really a chance. I might get a little pepper in my beard, which I can shake out. I sure, can, sure. I can, you know. But uh, yeah, but. I am a I am not one who is truly strong and believes in anything. I can I I'm a person who goes on how they feel in the moment. Obviously yeah. I have my very I have morals and I and I try to be a good good person like through and through. I always try to be a good person, but I'm never too strong-willed on anything. If somebody if like a girl's like let's go here and I'm like and she wants to pay, yeah. 
then I'll let her pay. If we go on a date, mm-hmm. it's like, let's split it. I'll split it. If she doesn't make any moves, I'll pay. I won't say anything. Sure, you know? sure. But I'm not a guy where it's like, I have to pay. How I'm many just times? A go yeah. with the flow type of guy. Right. But I've paid I'm, a lot. And there, yes. Go ahead, I, 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 you, pay, you, you paid a lot and you don't have any girlfriends to show for it, right? <laughs> No. no, I do have a girlfriend. Okay, a girlfriend, okay, okay, so. okay, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. one, you know, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, right. just one. <laughs> but like, okay, no. but how many times, how many times do you have to say, no, let me get it before you're like, all right, we'll split it. Or is it okay, the first time? Well, that's the thing. So I am very good at reading social energy and, uh-huh. and, 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 and situations. So I always read the situation in the room. Okay. So there's this one time I was dating this girl and I was telling this other girl who I was dating at the time about it. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it, it's funny cause she got mad at me. Like we went on like three or four dates and she never even reached for the check. Like Ooh. she never even thought about paying. Ooh. She didn't even pretend about paying, but she never stated that I should have to pay. Oh. I never, she never said anything. I never said anything. But after the third or fourth time, I was like, all right, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. Did you call her out? No, we eventually just like stopped seeing each other. We stopped to go. We ghost each other. Uh, She was like a (laughs) Croatian girl or some shit. She was from some middle, some Eastern European country. And she was part of like some board that was putting on a festival and was like a big part of her life. And I was like, okay, whatever. We stopped. Her name was Ringali. She was thick, boy. She had ass, and um, <laughs> so she was eating. It's not like she was picking out a salad. She was eating, yeah. and then yeah. you know, oh, I'm gonna fix my makeup when this check comes. Yeah, she was a thick Eastern <laughs> European chick, dog, and she was like, I ain't paying for shit, dog. <laughs> the shit that I've seen, the shit that I've seen in my lifetime, you That's think heinous. I'm gonna pay for this? That's heinous. La Poubelle. <laughs> La Poubelle. <laughs> Jesus, um, when you want to be fancy right before you do long form improv, <laughs> you know it, you know it. Dude, um, La Poubelle, hold on, La Poubelle. I broke up with a girl at La Poubelle. Uh, 30 minutes show, before, was that bad? 30 minutes, was that bad? 30 minutes before an improv show. Were y'all on the same team? That no, oh my god, that would have been insane. That would be crazy. No, we go to La Poubelle, and like she wanted to meet there because she didn't want to meet at birds. I don't know why. But we had just been like, not argue, but like we've been disagreeing about stuff and the relationship had started to get serious where like we're planning trips to go meet her family and stuff. And then I just didn't, we didn't, we we weren't like making time for each other and we didn't really want to. That's why I was like, oh, well, I've got this show UCB, Uh, you know, meet me there. If you want to come, you bring a friend and she brings her friend and I, and she's, uh, let's just call this woman Amanda, hypothetically. Uh, let's just call her, <laughs> say her name's Amanda. But she was just like, she was like, you know, I don't know why you do this whole comedy thing. I don't know, you know, Wait. why you hang out with these people. And I'm like, oh my God, like, oh Jesus, like now, like right now. And she she hits me with that. And, I was, and then her friend shows up and her friend like checks in, she goes to the bathroom and I'm like, all right, we're in a public place. Her friend's here. Like, I'm, I, I, I don't have, I don't want to go through this argument of why I'm into comedy, which at is all. my whole life and that's, why I'm out here. That's what I moved. Yeah, my God, I left my family for this. What the and fuck I'm, do you want me to do? And then I was just like, Amanda, like, you know, this isn't working out. I think we should break up. And she was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And then I broke up with her, left, you know, you know, gave her some cash for the uh <laughs> for the meal and then her friend come back from the bathroom and apparent and i was i left and i was like all right good to see you jess and then i left and she was like yeah peter just broke up with me <laughs> i was like i couldn't take it anymore and i have not been back to la poubelle since but wow but that girl i I, I, I don't know if yeah exactly i don't know if you're familiar with emo night but that girl uh i went to the very first emo night after we broke up this is like weeks after we broke up I, it was at the shortstop in LA. I get in the door and this girl, uh, Amanda, let's just hypothetically call her Amanda Markel. She comes up to me and she goes, how'd you get in here? I told the bouncer, you're not welcome. I was like, what? What? Are you kidding Who me? Who are you? What club like, do you have? I know. She's like, 
She, yeah, I, I think I ruined things for myself there because she was working music at a CAA. And oh, shit. yeah, and so I was like, you know, it, yeah, it, right. it, the shortstop. It, it the sh- yeah. That's funny that you say this though. I can I have not been able to make it into emo night because it's just crazy and it's yeah. the timing's always been bad. It's crazy that emo night used to be at the shortstop because that's way too small of a. The very first one was at the shortstop. The very it wow. was called Taking Back Tuesday. Emo, I mean, the shortstop is my favorite bar in LA. I'm not oh. a big favorite guy. I'm not a big. This is my favorite place. But I love the shortstop. Yeah. And the reason why I love the shortstop is because it reminds me of Atlanta. Yeah. It feels like when I am inside of that bar, I could, there's no lights. I feel like there's no windows. I feel like I'm in Atlanta. Like just the way it feels, the the build of the bar, the energy, the dance floor. The dance floor is amazing. Like a major part of living in Atlanta was just dancing on dance floors. And it was just like, I love this place. They play good music. And it's a lot of the DJs play like so you know, they have soul nights, Motown nights. Yeah. They 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 play like Southern hip hop and it's just a vibe. And it really reminds me of some of my favorite places in Atlanta, like the graveyard, mm. which is no longer exists. Okay. Uh it reminds me of like MJQ and and the local, which is closing in the next couple of months for fucking some high-end development bullshit for like spin classes and fucking (laughs) smoothie bars and shit. So like, I'm trying to get back to Atlanta before this famous, famous staple of Atlanta that people are upset about it closing. Yeah. I have to go back and and go and, and, and dance on these dance floors a couple times before, before they close. So, well, yeah, I hope you get back there. All right. And, Final thing, last our last segment's always called one last thing, one good thing. But I want to ask you three questions. Uh, number one, uh, tell me your thought. These are three three parts. I'll give them to you all all at once. You you address them in whichever okay. order you want. Give me your thoughts on the varsity. Uh, tell me if I'm in Atlanta, uh, what I need to do as a you know to blend in with the locals. And number three, name some things that Donald Glover gets right in his FX show Atlanta. Okay, varsity. Um, first thing I'm gonna say about the varsity is overrated, probably. Probably I, overrated. All the locals say that, and I believe it. It. It's I was a, just like, what a tourist trap. Yeah. It's a tourist trap. That's yeah. it, that's 100 what it is. Yep. Um, you know, you go there. You friends are out of town. You might take them to the varsity. You know, there's other than that, you can get better everything from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I used to fuck with the varsity junior. They closed that down. I also do like the fact that the workers just don't give a fuck. I appreciate that. Uh, they just talk <laughs> shit to you and everything. That's cool. I like that. I like that energy. Um, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> number two, man, if you are in Atlanta, uh, I'm going to tell you now places you got to stop by. Uh, you got to go to JR crickets. You got to go to JR crickets and you okay. got to get the fester wings. Oh. Which is which is basically lemon pepper wet, which is buffalo and lemon pepper wings. They also fry catfish. They got good ribs. Their cake Ooh. is amazing. Um, uh, you know, if you like barbecue, people are gonna either tell you to go to Fox Brothers. Fox Brothers is like the main staple, probably the the you know the classic maybe white kind of Texas barbecue. But I and then there's Fat Mats, which is okay. also very popular. But me personally, I'm a Daddy D's guy. I'm a daddy, daddy D's, D's guy. Daddy D, daddy D apostrophe Z. Daddy D's. <laughs> um, uh, man, their food, their barbecue is great. Their cake, fucking out of this world. Their yeah. strawberry cake, lemon cake, chocolate cake, out of this world. Um, I feel like I'm going to talk about nothing but food. Um, <laughs> but also American Deli. American Deli, you're going to get great wings. You can get a Philly. You can get fried rice. You can get fr- fr- uh, fried fish. You can get wings. Nice. You can get it all. They fucking serve Kool-Aid. It's amazing. Um, Claremont Lounge. You got to go to Claremont Lounge where strippers go to die. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, I met Andre 3000 in the Claremont Lounge. No Cool ass place. Yes, yes. Okay, enough uh, said. Infamous for Blondie, uh, like 60, 70-year-old woman. I don't know if she's still alive. Would crush beer cans with her tits. Wow. Um, great place. You, you got to check out the Beltline, which is new, gentrified area, you know, uh, there's a lot of cool things. Edgewood has a lot of cool bars on it. And finally, Atlanta. Atlanta is a fucking masterpiece. Uh, yeah. Probably my favorite show of all time. It's up there. It's, it's top two, top three with with Breaking Bad and with The Wire. 
Um, uh, man, you know, when Atlanta first came out, I had just moved to LA from Atlanta. Really? And I fucking connected with it so much and I loved it so much. And every week I was ready to watch. And I thought it was just because I was from Atlanta. And then I found out that everyone in the country loved it. It became this hit number one show. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah. And I feel like he gets everything. It gets pretty much everything right. Just the feel, the vibe, the tropes, the little social nuances with white and black people, the way they just... uh, uh, open a lot of eyes to a lot of people yeah and what a lot of people didn't know about this third season th- that first episode a yeah. lot of that shit was it that was a true story and i knew that story and a lot of people didn't know that that was a real story it actually happened in the pacific northwest it didn't happen in atlanta uh-huh. but the story of the kids getting drove driven off the van like Whoa. these two white women literally killed like six kids like four or five kids Oh my God. Yeah, they fucking tussed them up, filled them with Robitussin, and they killed themselves and the kids and drove off a fucking cliff. Wow. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that photo of the little black kid hugging the cop with a fedora on. It was like a famous photo. Is that during, it? Was that his that reference is, to? That he is that kid. That is the kid that free, the yeah, yeah. free hugs. That is a real, there's a real photo of him holding having the free hug sign on and that same See, outfit and hugging the cop. And then he later died with those other kids in a van. That's a true story. Wow. I think that this most recent ep- season of Atlanta went over a lot of people's heads, but in time we will all appreciate it for what it was like, you know, essentially, you know, from that first episode to the, to the last one, like a, like a masterpiece. I hope there's it's a season a four. It, oh no, they're they film both at the same time. So season four is coming out in like a month, a month or two. Really? And that's the last season. So they just oh, went damn. ahead and filmed both at the same time. It's about to be the last season. The trailer just dropped for the new Atlanta like a week or two ago. And it, I'm not a big trailer guy. I like to sure. just wait and see. But yeah, it, it looks so fucking good. I'm so damn, excited. I can't wait to check that out then. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. Leonard Smith Jr., thank you so much for joining us today, man. Uh, this Thanks for bringing us back to your Atlanta. Telling us about it. I hope you get a chance to get back there before you know things close up. Uh, appreciate your time. Floridians, thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time. See ya.